Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is a fun and very special episode as I have the opportunity to interview one of my clients and friends, Sarah Glendening. Sarah is an entrepreneur, is literally what she is. We came into each other's lives two years ago. And over this past year, I have watched her grow in so many incredibly beautiful ways. As she shares her story today, you're going to see that and learn that a lot of times we end up doing the work for a long period of time on ourselves and then we don't even realize when we need it or how we need it or the impact that it plays in our life. Sarah is the founder of Sarah Hope Podcast Productions, host of Path to Me Podcast and author. After being diagnosed with a learning disability at a young age, Sarah was told that she would not graduate from high school. As a result, Sarah began hiding from the world, afraid to show up as her true self. After looking deep within, Sarah has now overcome that fear and is now showing up unapologetically as herself. Her mission is to use her strengths to help others in their business, their podcast, their business, and mapping out how they can get all these moving parts to work. Sarah's going to share her story of the injury that she went through these past two months and how she very quickly pivoted and shifted that mindset, pulled into the belief, the faith, the hope of what she was here to create, and then stepped into action to create it. And what I've watched her create in this short period of time is incredible. She is really the reason that this podcast is going to become so much more streamlined and easier because she's put things in place for me to make this easier, to produce with ease, to keep this going. And I love it. So she has been able to tap into a part of her brain, her unique gifts that help her to make this a possibility. That is not my gift. This is why as a business owner, we keep needing to surround ourselves with the people who have the gifts and the expertise that we do not have. And this is exactly what Sarah has. I'm so excited to have her on the show today. And I know you're absolutely going to love her sharing her story. Welcome to the show today, Sarah. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Okay. So we chat all the time and you've been on the podcast with Ashley, but now we are like literally getting to talk to you, which I'm so excited about. So tell us where you are from. So I currently live in a little hamlet called Honeywood, Ontario. It's just South of the Collingwood area. Okay. Beautiful. We actually connected like two years ago. It's almost two years ago. Wow. Like I'm, how does it only be two years? Almost to the day. It is, isn't it? It was like September 24th or 26th to mind. Yeah. 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 We were at a, we were at a retreat 
And mm-hmm. that's when we connected. And it's just, I just, all of a sudden it just hit me that that was two years ago. So do you, have, um, do you have a book or a story or something that has impacted your life? Most recently, the book Effortless by Greg McCowan. I've only listened to it on Audible. I'm waiting for it to go on sale at Indigo so that I can buy it because I want to go through it with a highlighter. It is incredible. I listen to it like almost every day, different chapters, because I hear something new every time I listen to it. And it's so tangible. Absolutely. I love it. I don't remember where I heard that recommendation, but I finished it on Audible probably last month and loved it. Like I was like, again, so tangible, simple, and it is one you could go back to and pick up anywhere. So there are some books that I actually go back and buy the book. That would be one. There was very, very tangible tools in it. Another one, Blank Canvas. I absolutely love that memoir. From the Ashes, I am a reader at heart. Even like fiction changes my life. They're made up stories, but it just has a way of making you feel not alone. Mm-hmm. So. Blank Canvas is Craig Stanlin, who has been on this podcast twice and we interviewed him for our other show. His story is phenomenal. If you have not read his book, I would strongly recommend it. It's also a very enthralling read. Like I, when I started it, I was like, vroom, 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 going through the pages. Cause I just couldn't put it down. I found it so powerful. Yeah. I literally read it in like three hours mm-hmm. sitting on a rock. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so good. good. Okay. So tell us what drives you and what lights you up. I think what drives me and what lights me up right now is the possibility in life that I didn't see before. Back to the older versions of Sarah, I was never actually excited to wake up in the morning. It's not that I was wishing to not wake up, but it was a grind every single day, no matter whether it was like a work day or a weekend day. And now with the shifts that have happened within me, I'm so excited to get out of bed every day and see what it is that I'm going to discover in my day. And that is what lights me up. And then how I can use what I'm discovering to help other people mm-hmm. and make their lives simpler. I love, love, love that you said that because that's almost like this internal light that goes on. And I've seen that a hundred percent. I've seen that. Now, the interesting thing is, is that that light has gone on when a lot of things have gone wrong. Like this is, I think a really powerful connection for people to understand, especially in this time that we're in right now, where we don't have a lot of control and we don't have, like we can control ourselves, but it feels like it's everything else is completely out of control. So I watched you go through something over this past, I don't even know how long it's been. We're going to talk about it, but over the past few months, not even that far, is it? My injury is officially, I think we're just over two months, maybe 10 weeks. Okay. So let's talk. We're going to go back into your story, but I do want to start right here. So roughly two months ago, tell us what happened. I fell off my bike Mm -hmm. and I broke my elbow, which if you don't come from the medical world, I've learned is like the third worst injury that you can have. Mm -hmm. It's extremely painful. And so I was riding along. I fell off my bike. I'm a nurse by trade, so I could no longer work suddenly. I had big financial goals for this year and that all went out the window. Um, I work part-time, so my income is directly coming from unemployment. So I've had to kind of navigate that, but because of the work that I've been doing, I got off the couch and have created this world that I never could have seen coming. My body literally knew best. It was, I 
I actually don't have words for how crazy it all has been. It's been something to watch. It has been like, I honestly, like, it's just been such a proud, excited moment to see it because you actually were coming to physically see me that day. And then you sent a message. You're like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it because I fell off my bike. And I'm like, oh, okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I think I'm fine. And then it was like, you went to get it looked at and you're like, oh, I broke my elbow. Me with 28 years as a kinesiologist, I'm like, oh shit, not the elbow. The elbow is like one of the worst things to break. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, so how are you doing? And honestly, to my recollection that day, you were like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like you had moments. I'm sure you're human. You have moments where it's like, what the hell is happening? But within no time, I watched you pivot and shift. And I think this is what people don't understand is you have to do the work on yourself for a long time before you realize that, oh my God, it did add up. Like it did add up. What was I actually doing? What have I been investing in? What have I been? And then all of a sudden things go really, really wrong. And then it's this recollection of like, okay, now I can do this. So can you talk a little bit about how that shift happened in your mind? So how I fell off my bike is honestly the silliest thing that can, it's not like I was going downhill mountain biking, having fun. I was by myself and I hit a guardrail because I get distracted easily and I got turned around. So I looked at a sign, hit the guardrail and hit the ground. My immediate reaction was I'm fine because get bumps and bruises all the time. It's not a big deal, except that I was pre-syncopal and about to hit the ground. So I had to sit down for a while, but my immediate reaction is denial. So I'm fine. I didn't break anything. I'm going to be able to go back to work. This is not going to affect my income or my plans for the summer. Because if you know me, I am a biker, runner, hiker. I paddleboard. We camp as much as we possibly can. Summer is our time and we exist the rest of the year. So I was not about to believe the fact that I possibly wasn't going to be able to do all of the things that I love most. Long story short, a girlfriend's like, you're going to emerge. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm fine. I can move it. I picked my bike off the ground and put it on a bike rack. But this is also how shock works, right? Story short, I end up in Guelph. We're in emerge. They're like, you've broken your elbow. I'm calling my boss being like, but you have to modify me even though I'm part-time. Like I have to work. And I went from that moment to honestly just hanging out with some girlfriends and allowing them to take care of me, which is something I don't do well, but I was forced to embrace during this time. I couldn't even wash my own hair for a period of weeks because I physically couldn't put both arms up over my head. And within 24 hours, I was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to go back to work until like Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'll figure it out. We can do this. There's savings. We'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And did my book lot, like delivered my books, started a podcast. I'm now starting a business that is sorry like how is this my life in that moment you in my opinion you went from like using that frustration mm-hmm. anger blame whatever those emotions are and went okay so how can i take some ownership now what can i do and i remember sending you a message and i'm like okay start asking the question what is this doing for me what is this doing for me? 
How can I use this time for me? And you have to do that mental work. You made me think because I know after I had surgery last year, I had to rely on a lot of people. I could not put socks on, could not tie my shoes. And it was like, this cannot be happening. I don't like asking for help with this kind of thing, but you have to learn how to do it. And all of a sudden, I think when you open yourself up to receiving messages, receiving support, now all of a sudden other downloads and ideas come in. And this podcast had been an idea of yours for a number of months, hadn't it? Yeah. Really last December, around the same time I signed up for the book, I was like, I want to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't know the how or the what or anything about it. And then I had been in the process of picking a name and that essentially was all I had done. Mm-hmm. But I knew I had to launch the podcast by mid-August because I wrote in the book that I was a podcast host. So I forced myself to get it out there, but the fracture actually gave me the time to do it and do it in a way that the way it was meant to be mm-hmm. and not just this rushed project that I brought to life and I'm now fumbling to try and keep going. Well, and that is what a lot of people do with podcasting. I actually, I will, I believe hundred percent. That's exactly what people do. They're like, and I did it. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. I'm just going to put it out in the world and then whatever happens happens. And then all of a sudden you haven't built something that you can sustain that you can continue. And that's why like 93% of podcasts don't make it past episode eight. They just don't, because they don't put that plan in place. So I watched you not only just figure out how to podcast, you put a whole plan in place to do it. So I want to back up one step more and you wrote, you mentioned a book. Can you just share about the book and what that, what that was? Yes. So last year I, or earlier this year, I wrote in the great Kenyan woman, she is strong and free volume three, where I share my story of how I realized that I'm capable and no one can decide what I'm going to do in this life. And I go through pretty much from the age of four through till now and how different moments have impacted me and the what I've learned now at 34 years old about my story and how it actually happened for me and not to me. It wasn't meant to hold me back. It was actually meant to show me my gifts and propel me forward. Okay. So that's beautiful. What you just said there, like that is so beautiful. And as that's exactly what happened, because now as we are watching, it's a lot of growth to write your story, share your story, be in a book. Like it's a ton of vulnerability. I've watched you honestly go through that with so much grace and so much compassion and honesty. Like I just, I loved, absolutely loved watching it. But that then also came into play as you jumped into this podcast world. So it's not just releasing the podcast. You all of a sudden started to have a bigger vision for what you could do with it. My brain works a little bit differently. And this is something that I had to learn the hard way. And that took me way too many years, mostly because I allowed others to make decisions for me because I didn't have faith in my ability to make decisions for myself because I was so afraid of picking the wrong thing and failing again, that if the people I trusted picked what I did, then it had to be the right thing. It didn't end up being the right thing. And that's nothing against them. It was all done with the best intentions, but I'm just not meant to be a nurse and that's okay. I think I knew it going in. I had multiple people in my life say like, what? Like you're going to be a nurse and me be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I did it, but I'm learning now that there's actually something that I'm supposed to do. And when I was creating this podcast, 
I was told a lot, it was a lot of work and I refused to believe it. Then I learned that there is some work to it, but I've managed to create a way of doing it that it simplifies the process and it actually takes a lot of time out of it. And it also allows you to plan for this like way into the future with your show. Mm-hmm. I love way that's not that. time consuming. No, you've definitely found that you've definitely created that. And this is where I just want to give even more props to you and for the listeners to understand that your story has made you who you are. And yes, you struggled in school. You were told you would not graduate. Is that correct? Yeah. I was told I would not graduate from high school. I'd be lucky to get a post-secondary education and essentially was going to be a product of the system. Nice. Jeez. Just stuff driving me. And for the, like, that was when I was eight years old. So it's imprints, like those words and comments imprint on us when we hear them. So then all of a sudden it's like those limiting beliefs. I believe that most of our limiting beliefs, they say are cemented in our subconscious mind before the age of seven. I think it's like between three and seven. And so those are what happens then is we carry that into every decision that we make, what we believe we are worthy of, what we believe we can receive, what we believe we can create. And then you can be granted some of the most amazing opportunities, but if you don't believe that you are capable of it, it actually doesn't matter. It just keeps passing by. The way your brain works, I think, is actually an asset for what you're doing now. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So essentially have become Airtable is my new best friend (laughs) and I have learned how to use it in a way that you can look at something in in as big of a picture as you want, but we can also make it simple. And ultimately what I'm doing is I'm helping other podcasters who are feeling stuck and overwhelmed and who are thinking about canceling their shows, even though they're a big part of their business. And I want to help you a fall in love with it again and B make it so simple for you that you can just do your audio recording editing and all of the work is something you still want to do. Let's create a spreadsheet for you so that you can just make your way through and keep it simple, but also see into the future of your show. I've had, I've had the question before where you started your podcast with six months done. Mm -hmm. How did you do that? And honestly, up until yesterday, I couldn't answer that question. And it was all in the way that I laid it out. My podcast started in a Google spreadsheet and I have now turned it into an Airtable and it all communicates with itself. I send my form out to my guests. It auto-populates in my table so that I don't have to go searching for things. Everything I literally need auto-populates within the spreadsheet. I record the audio and I just make my way across until everything is done and it's all pre-laid out. So, and this is, this is really literally what I was getting at is the fact that your brain was able to see what, how you can simplify the process. Like you were able to look at it and see it in a simple way. Um, my brain doesn't work that way. My brain loves it. Like it loves the organization. It's not the person who figures out what pieces are missing. And I was thinking about this this morning before we started, how many podcasters are like myself where we're creative. We love to just sit, connect, have the conversations, ask the questions, be like present and do it, but aren't the brain and mindset 
to set up the systems to create the order so that the show can continue with ease. I think that those are two different, very different qualities. And that is something that I have not had. And so I laugh because you've been helping me set up my podcast. And here's here's a lesson for anybody who's listening. You can get started and not have a clue what you're doing. You can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to maintain without some kind of system, but you can do it. But it can also be way simpler than what we expect and what we plan. And I think that's what I'm starting to see is putting these systems in place. I love it. I love that organization of it, but my brain could never map that out on its own. And now I'm loving going, okay, so I do this part, I do this part and send it. And then you help me get it already. That speak to, I know you just did, but I want you to just really speak to the kind of entrepreneur that you are really excited about working with. Someone that has an existing business who has an existing podcast, because I want to help you plan out your podcast in a way that it actually works with your launch plan so that you can, everything in your business complements each other. And it's not that you're doing a podcast on this today, but you're actually going to launch that content in a month from now. Like let's make it all seamless. Mm -hmm plan it out once and then it just runs. Obviously things are going to come up. You're going to change. And, but the thing about what I can do is that I can, I can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Marsha yesterday said she wants to change her one of her episodes a week to something else. Sure. No, I've already done it. I know. What <laughs> and it's so already <laughs> ready, like just write the form, <laughs> tell me it's done. I will hop in and make it communicate the way I need to communicate it so I can connect the things. Mm-hmm. And we can start rolling and you can start doing that version of your show that you want to do. Because for me, that back end work is it's what I love and I don't want it to be work for you anymore. It doesn't need to be. I, I, I really want that to land if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, because I and I know there are people out there like me, I will have ideas and I'm like, oh, I love that idea. Not a clue how to put it in place. And if I don't act on it or surround myself with people who can put those things into place, the idea probably just dies because it just, I don't know what to, what to do next. And then I get overwhelmed and I'm like, forget it. I'll, I'll come back to it later. So I love, I think that really what I wanted to emphasize is your strengths and how your brain operates things and sees things is really a massive asset to what you're doing right now. Crazy part is that I'm just seeing this now. And I don't even know where it's going to go, but I'm so excited for it because since I broke my arm, I'm in this new world of embracing the possibilities Mm -hmm. and I know there's more. Oh yeah. I just need to keep going. Mm -hmm. So isn't it interesting that sometimes, well, first off, we have to get out of our own way. We have to be open to those downloads and what can happen. And when you first started working and when we first started working together, I know there was some resistance that it's like, I don't think I'm a coach, but I know I'm supposed to do something. Can you share a little bit about that process? Yeah. So when I first joined Marsha's programs, honestly, like just over a year ago, like we were in the the thick of the beginning of it this time last year, because as you know, we've said, I'm a nurse by trade. I ended up in nursing, but I've I've known for a long time that I I don't want to nurse anymore and I want to do something different, but I have had no idea what that is. And I knew that I needed to ask this idea of, I don't know, because that was holding me stuck, but I didn't know how to get past it. So I started the own your story program, which really is the story in my chapter where I talk about how I, 
I took ownership of the blame and the frustration and the anger that I had been holding on to. And once I started to own my story, I was able to get past that because of the blame and the frustration, I actually started to embrace forgiveness. And that is where once I forgave myself and forgave others for what I perceived as them doing to me, I was able to see my life from a different viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And once I started seeing things from a different perspective, everything honestly just kind of started to fall into place because I wasn't angry and frustration. I stopped going to anger or frustration as like my number one reaction to everything. And I found my voice. And when I found my voice, I think honestly, it was like last September, I wrote a post on Instagram about how I'm no longer going to just go with the flow and then be frustrated and angry all the time. I'm going to say what it is that I want. If it's not the way it goes, it is what it is, but at least I'm not blaming people for not knowing what it was that Sarah wanted to do and really embracing the fact that my voice is like, your voice is your superpower. And that's why I wanted to start a podcast. And then everything has just keeps happening, but it's all because of the work that I did through owning, owning me and everything that happened to me and seeing it from a place of not at the fault of others and that it was happening for me. You know, I failed grade three for an actual amazing reason it just took me 34 years to see it. Okay. That I just, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And I think that is a really key piece I want to land for the listeners is the fact that when you let go of all of those emotions and the things that aren't serving you, all of a sudden it opens up the possibility. And that's the, that's the thing is that that work, like you do that work for so long on yourself. Like you always go first, you have to do that work on yourself And then all of a sudden something happens in life and it's like, oh, that's why I've been doing this work. That's why I've been doing this work. I did not realize that. So that's what I've watched. And I've absolutely, absolutely loved it. I know you're just getting started, but I'm just proud of you for the mindset that you have used because, and you've really embodied because so many people in your situation right now would be angry would be frustrated. And I mean, especially in this time that we're in right now, I've I've had so many people send messages, say things. They're so angry out of what's happening. And like nothing has really eventfully happened in their life. They just lost some ability to do certain things, but they still have their job. They still have their income. They still have their family. They still have their health, but they're so angry. And I'm like, that anger is literally going to eat you alive. If you do not find a way to be grateful for what you have right now. So I've watched you in a space of having so many unknowns happening and you're still like, yep, I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm figuring this out and I'm going to do it. So I just really want to commend you on that because I think that that is a really powerful thing to do and be and watch. Well, because I think there's something to be said, like the old version of myself literally would have sat on the couch and watched Netflix, feeling sorry for myself for the last 10 weeks. And I'd now be in a place where I'm starting to go back to work and I wouldn't have accomplished anything except for making myself feel worse and trying to blame everyone around me for the situation that I was in and being angry and like fighting with everyone. Like it just would have been gross, honestly. Mm -hmm. And if you're in that place, it's easy, but it's not. You just have to start. Mm -hmm. And once you start the things that come up, I didn't expect to I didn't think I needed to brace and forgiveness. I didn't think I needed to forgive anyone. 
because I was so busy being angry. But once that kind of light switch went off, it was like, oh, and now my relationships have changed. And I have relationships that I have wanted my entire life, but A, didn't think I was deserving of, and B, didn't know how to -hmm. have. And it wasn't my fault that I couldn't have them. Honestly, the way I used to think, I... You don't have to, you can, it can shift. You can have a different life. Shift, change, completely change. And I think that's the thing is you, we then look back. There are times I look back and I don't recognize myself. I don't recognize how I used to. I mean, I don't, I don't look at her in any anger anymore. I look at her and go, she was doing the best that she could, but I don't recognize responding that way. And I just couldn't imagine doing it another way. So I'm so proud of you because I think right now, for this topic being like own your choices on your life, literally on the show. That's exactly what I think you have done this past 10 weeks is you've completely stepped into ownership. So, so crazy proud of you. Thank you. Tell me your favorite thing about podcasting, because I've also been on your podcast and I was like, okay, you are definitely in your strengths and your gifts because you jumped right in like a pro. And for somebody who didn't really trust her voice or use her voice, you knew in your gut podcasting was what you wanted to do but you totally own that space. So how, what's that been like for you? It's a lot of fun for me. I actually look forward to like everything I get to do, but my favorite thing about podcasting is how I get to change lives. And it's very indirect. It's not like a direct I'm changing lives. I've had guests on the show that are able to have an experience that they've never had before, but they're also able to share messages that I think I'd say 80% of them, like we're crying halfway through the recording because what we're sharing and the amount of emotion and love that's going into it is just overwhelming. And the other side of it is we have listeners and I'm getting messages and people are making decisions in their lives that they wish they had done a long time ago, but because of what they're hearing, they're finding the courage and they're seeing the possibility and what they can do in their own, in their own world. And because you do like the name of my podcast is passed to me and I close it with, you have the power to change your path. You do not need to continue living life the way that you are. You can have a different life. It's possible for any of us. We can all do it. You just have to take different steps and make different decisions. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love that. And I love that you're creating space for other people to be able to share their story, use their voice, like be heard. And then that changes their mindset, because all of a sudden they're seeing their value, they're worthy, there's messages they can share and help others, and then they continue to grow. And so you're embracing that piece of podcasting. And allowing just them to see the possibilities in themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we If we don't surround ourselves with people who help us to see what's possible, especially when we're in really low places, we're never going to see it. Like we we can't do it on our own because if we could, we would have. Like we do have to do the work, but I do believe deep down, we have to surround ourselves with people who allow us to see the best in us. And and I always say in the early stages, like you have to be around people who you can borrow some belief from because Mm -hmm. you don't have enough. I didn't for, I didn't for a long time. And I had to surround myself with people that I could borrow that belief from. If I had not been so desperate for something different and not attended that retreat two years ago, I would not be where I am today. Because that, that sacrifice that I made in going to that retreat opened up doors that I, it wasn't possible for me to see. I just knew something had to be different. And I was in a point where I was willing to do whatever it took. Mm -hmm. 
I remember having like sitting on the couch and having a conversation with you, like meeting you for the first time. And I was like, you can see something. The one thing I, I feel, I don't, I just feel like I can see things in people that are there that they don't see yet. And definitely saw something there. No idea what it was. Felt like there was a connection there, but it just has unfolded in its own beautiful way. Right? It unfolded the way it was meant to, mm-hmm. because nothing happens that's not meant to in this world. And we were laughing about this before we recorded the podcast, but it's, it's true. Mm-hmm. The fact that I want to be known as Sarah Hope in my business world, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I have to be Sarah Glenn Denning because all of the software, all of the things, they don't want it. So I'm embracing it. It is what it is. Like we just, you just have to go through life and go with it. It will unfold the way it's supposed to. If you're listening, think of how many things are happening during the day that you are pissed off at resisting angry because it's not going the way you want it to. And what would happen or change if you took that energy instead and went, okay, well, it is what it is. What are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? And what's the next step? And what's the next step? Because I think that is a massive lesson in entrepreneurship because you can set the plan of what it's going to look like and it doesn't go that way. Or you get attached to what you think the outcome is going to be, or you have expectations about how it's going to unfold. And then it can actually unfold in ways that are incredibly beautiful that you could never have planned for. So you are right now, we are in the process of building, I say we, because I just want to support you as much as possible, the podcast productions business and helping people who have that podcast platform and are looking for ease or potentially somebody who is like ready to go, but wants full support. They have that idea that, cause I can already think of a couple of people who have that podcast idea. They want to go with it, but they cannot get that off the ground. They're too busy in their life, their business to actually make it happen on their own. So they're looking for that support. That's step-by-step support. Yeah. Like let's connect. I've done it. I see how to do it easier. I can save you a whole bunch of time that I spent figuring things out and do it in a way that it will launch successfully because I have, there's a couple of things I have learned recently that I wish I had done mm-hmm. 10 weeks ago when I launched my podcast that will get it out in, into the world even stronger than what it did. So I'm constantly learning so I can continually help you to do it better. You definitely are. And I think that's the, that's the other thing that's just been fun to watch is like you're hitting roadblocks every single day. And then it's like, okay, nope, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And that's that piece of ownership. You have to keep coming back to what can I control? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to ask for help? What happens? Awesome. Awesome. Where can people find and connect with you? So I'm mostly on Instagram at Sarah G hope. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested in following the podcast, it has its own little world and it lives at Path to Me Podcast. Awesome. Awesome. We'll make sure everything's in the show notes. It's been my absolute pleasure to have you here today. And thank you so much for sharing everything that you've shared. My question for you is what lesson in life are you most grateful for? There's a few, but I think the most impactful one is the fact that everything happens for a reason. And not in the way that that cliche, because I don't necessarily agree with everything in the everything happens for a reason, but you just don't see it in the moment. And sometimes it takes years for you to see it, but those hard things are happening for you. So if you can stop being angry and frustrated and bitter about it, it will take you a whole lot less time to see why that happened. Mic drop. 
honestly, beautiful, beautiful message that everybody can take and apply in their life, business, relationships, everything is letting go of that anger, focusing on what is this doing for me and staying in ownership and focusing on what steps you can take next. So I'm so, so proud of you and so grateful that you have been here. Thank you for sharing. And I cannot wait to watch you continue to grow your business and soar. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.